Hello and welcome to Across the Park podcast. I'm joined tonight by Bobby from the Armory TV, Arsenal fan, ahead of the game on Saturday. How are you doing, Bobby? All right? Yeah, not bad. Thank you for having me on, mate. Yeah, no problem. Um, just have a little chat about the game on Saturday then, as I said before, um, see your thoughts on it. But first of all, for Arsenal, what, what's changed? What's changed this season for you guys? Um, as a lot of people like to say, we've got more cojones now. That's no dig at a certain footballer. Uh, but we have definitely got more of those. Um, we just seem to, even when we let, like, let a goal in, our heads don't drop anymore, which the, our heads used to drop when we let in a silly goal. Even the performance that we have actually lost this season against Man United, we were still, for me, the better team. It was just a bad result, which happens in games. But overall, I think so far we're doing very well. I'm one of those that will not say anything until the end of March regarding if we can win something. I'm never going to say it. Um, a lot of people try and get me to say it, but I'm not. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's. I'm happy. It's a very good season. I'm loving it. I'm, I'm loving what we've brought in in the transfer, uh, transfer window, which I think will actually help us as well. But yeah, I just, I'm, I'm happy at the moment. Happy Arsenal fan. Is it a surprise this season? Yeah, for me, it's a massive surprise. I was not expecting this. Um, I know the players that we had, and they were very good. But I was expecting... To be honest, I think... I don't want to say it's down to the downfall of other teams. But that's probably helped a little bit. Mm. But to be above City, nah, wasn't expecting that at all. Not this, this, this far ahead of City either. Because I was expecting fifth and fourth max this season. But what about the way what about the way you're playing? Because from an outsider looking in, Arteta had his um, people who weren't too happy with Arteta and weren't happy with the way he was playing at one point in a team like he might be on the way out, uh, maybe the season before last or the or last season at some point. Yeah, last season. Um, so how bad did it get? And and how how what how bad did it get then? And what how how good has it got since then? Is it, is it because you're saying because of other teams have dropped, but is it because you're playing a different type of football and he's completely changed it? The improvement of Xhaka and in his new... I'm going to call it a new role because he's he's a new player this season, I have to be honest. I wanted him out last season. Um, I remember doing a, a show before the season. He was one of the first ones I went, sell him. Uh, but this season he's been impressed. Um I'm not one of those fans that goes, I'm still Arteta out. I was. I was an Arteta out when we were doing really badly. But he's doing a really good job now. So I'm happy for him. Um, I wasn't expecting him to be able to take us as far as he has, which is top of the league at the moment. Um, but it's, I just everyone's just playing for each other. And it's, it's a very good unit. They all seem to really get along with each other. When something goes wrong, they don't just have a big fallout. They just go, come on, lift your head up crack on with it I, I had the privilege of uh, watching Arsenal uh, play Wolves and you could just see something was different about the whole team uh, Ben White is is. I, I was a right back so my, my favourite right back was always Lee Dixon but I think Ben White is getting very close to taking over that position cause he's just been brilliant this season absolutely brilliant Odegaard again just, just so many players that have stepped up and gone to the next level um, Saliba's come back uh, from two seasons out on loan looks an amazing player we have no what I would call bad eggs in the basket now everyone's playing for Arsenal and that's what I love really do 
Yeah, recruitment's been massive for us, isn't it? I think I, I referenced Arsenal a couple of seasons ago when you brought in Edu and you're going for that young uh, profile of player. Obviously, players you can sell on and get an added volume if you wanted to, but players who are young and hungry, but decent players as well. I mean, Ben White, you never imagined him to, to be an Arsenal regular. You know, Obviously, the keeper, I would never imagine him to be a, a regular. Odegaard was a bit of a risk, I suppose, when he came in on loan at first. Um, so I think recruitment's been massive for Arsenal. And do you think do you, do you think getting rid of those bad eggs, as you said, that there's no bad eggs in the squad? I think the, from an outside looking in, there was Obama Young, uh, Old Sultan Aim too. I think that's part of what Arteta's done and part of that. Or, do you think, or would you say that higher up than Arteta's made them decisions and got rid of those type of players and come in with the profile that he's now off? I think Mikel's one of those that if you don't listen to me, you're out. And you can either like that or hate that. And some players probably do actually hate that. But I think he's just got a unit around him that understand how he wants to play. They all play the same way. Even like I can go to one player that I don't think will be at Arsenal for very long due to the fact I don't think he fits the system. That's Kieran Tierney because he's a proper left back and he's being asked to play like centre midfielder for this fluid system that Arsenal play. You have to, when, when, when you're out of position, fit in the position that you're in. But Kieran Tierney, bless him, looks totally lost as a centre mid. So yeah. I can see him leaving at the end of the season uh, just because he doesn't fit the system. And he's a good left back as well, by the way. I, I love the guy. Yeah. I absolutely love him. Uh, as I said, to you previous guy, I watch a lot of Scottish football, so I was well happy to have him. Um, but with the, the new players we've bought, Jacob Kivior, everyone's saying oh, he's a great centre back. Yes, but if you look into him, he's actually can play left back and defensive midfielder. So again, he's fluid. So if he does get pulled up at, 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 in the offensive area and gets stuck, at least he can just sit in there while someone covers the centre back position, which again is just beautiful. Um, I'm trying to think who else we've got. The Trossard. Yeah. Wow. Um, and Jorginho, I, a lot of Arsenal fans weren't happy with him. Um, but I'm one of those, like, I'm not happy because he's come from Chelsea, but he's not coming in to start, which they have before. William, Jack, Gallas, all those. They've all come in to start. Jorginho's not. He's a squad player now. He's happy to come as a squad player as well. So I was just going to ask that question. Do you think he knows he's coming as a squad player? Yeah, he does. There's no yeah. way he's taking parties, role. No way. No. And he's definitely not taking Xhaka's. He's definitely not taking Odegaard's. So he's coming as a squad player. I think it's for his experience. Obviously, he's won trophies. I think he's got a, I think he's got this slight inkling that he actually might win the Premier League, which he's never won. So I, I, I'm happy for the guy. I think for 12 million quid, I don't think anyone should be going no to that, to be honest. No. Came out the blue as well, that one. I don't know if he used it. Seems yeah. to come from nowhere. We uh, obviously we were doing a lot of stuff on the armory, and I think it was because El Nani's injury was worse than what we expected, and I, it was a wasn't a panic buy, but it was a case of okay, we need someone now, we need to go and get a DM. Jorginho obviously would not I don't want to talk too much about Chelsea, but obviously Chelsea spent a little bit of money, yeah. um, <laughs> so they had to offload some. Uh, Jorginho was available. I think it's a very, very sensible... Obviously, Anana was talked about and linked. Um, I would still have had him, but not for the, I think, £50 million yeah. Everton were quoting us. I wouldn't have him for that. Uh, but I would have been happy with Anana. But, um, Georgina, I'm 12 million quid. You can't, you can't knock that one. No, no, definitely not. He's a good, experienced player at the, t- at the top, at the league level, hasn't he? So it's what you need. Um, so what do you make of Everton? <laughs> Obviously, Sean... Sean Dyche has come in. Yeah. I like. I, now, 
it's not because I, I hate Liverpool. It's nothing to do with it. I, I, I just always liked Everton. I don't know what it is. Um, Tim Cahill, I, I loved watching him play. Arteta, obviously, <laughs> weirdly, uh, before he even signed for Arsenal. Um, just, there's, uh, what was his name? Tony Yaboa? Was was he at Everton? He was, wasn't he? No, no, he was a Leeds Yaboa. Hang on. What's the, uh, you had a Nigerian striker, didn't you? Amakachi, years ago. Yeah, well, I think of the Yabawa, but yeah, um, I just I don't know what it is about Everton. They, they, I don't, I don't want to say you're the poor brothers, but you kind of are, aren't you? Really, you're like the. I suppose I don't want to, I don't want to compare Tottenham to Everton, but you kind of are a bit like Tottenham is to Arsenal, where yeah. Arsenal win a lot, Liverpool win a lot. I just, I've always enjoyed watching Everton play. They've always been, and that that ground, Goodison Park. I'm, I'm one of those that love the old grounds mm. and Goodison Park. I, I, I'm guessing you've been quite a few times. I'd love to go yeah, there, yes, yeah. and I do a lot of watch-alongs, so I do get to hear the the the, the crowd, and it's, it's always one that always makes me smile. Uh, I love old stadiums. I, I don't like these new ones. I don't even like the Emirates that much, to be honest. But um, I'm, actually, I want to ask you: what, Are you excited about going to your new one as an Everton fan? Yeah, yeah. I think we we need. Um, not only commercially, but we just need to put a full stop on on Goodison. I think and just start a, a quite a new dawn, if you like, um, and just try and. It's like a burden, Goodison, a little bit. I think the, the atmosphere in Goodison can be amazing, but it's also a bit of a burden. And I think getting rid of that clean slate, new stadium, and to see ourselves as. I never know what goes about what goes on the pitch, and if we get relegated, it'll change that. But if we're a Premier League team with a top stadium and we're doing all right in the league, we'll bring a bit of confidence into around the place. Because at the moment, it's sort of a, a losers' club, if you like that mentality. I'm not saying the losers, but the mentality there is a losing mentality, and to freshen it up and go into something else is what we need. So we're all looking forward to. It. I don't live too far from where the building. You driving yeah. past, you can see it going up now, um, and it's, it's starting to look impressive already. So uh, hopefully. This season, next season, we're still in the Premier League, and we can get in there, all guns blazing. See what is happens. It, is it? Is it? What's it, What's it been? How's How's the seating inside? Is it Is it going to be far from the pitch, or is it? No, the, they're trying to make it like a, a little bit the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. They're trying to make it as close as possible and built up rather than rather than around. Yeah. Um, so I think it's fifty five thousand capacity, which is a little bit more than Goodison. Well, season tickets at Goodison now, I think, are probably around thirty to thirty five thousand. Um, I would say so obviously you've got the corporates and everything else on there as well on top so hopefully um, we can fill it out I'm sure we will if we're in the Premier League I don't, you know, it's right on the docks as well if you've been to Liverpool it's right, it's right by the water so it is, it's, it's an impressive it's an impressive sight like um, see what happens but what 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 do you make of Everton's situation as an outsider looking and obviously we're protesting and as an, sometimes you see Arsenal fans for example passionate and, and the vocal in the same way as Everton fans are Newcastle fans were for, for reasons and you look at sometimes you look at other clubs and you think I don't know if they're right there what are they doing they should be happy with what they've got whatever whatever just interested to get your thoughts on the whole situation we've been in the media quite a bit at least recently I, I, I hate seeing any club run badly and I think you are run hugely badly and as an Arsenal fan I kind of feel a little bit of blame because they're linked with us that yeah. you know uh, our previous or your previous owner or one of your owners and your previous yeah. owners don't want to get into him but mm. the one now is linked with us um i, I find it so painful because I, I don't like any club badly run 
Um, and I, I can't even say Liverpool or United are, are, are run well either. But I think Everton right now probably the worst run club in the Premier League mm-hmm. um, for the way that they treat people, the way they communicate. Um, like you've just had a window. I, I don't know how much of the money you actually get, like lump sum from Anthony Gordon. Um, but surely you could have got someone in, like because. I don't know if you like him, but I actually quite like Anthony Gordon. I think he's going to be quite a good player. And to lose someone of his talent must really going to hurt Everton at some point. Yeah, I mean, I think me, myself and a lot of fans I know would have beat your hands off for the money. Really? If we were going to reinvest it into the squad. Um, yeah, he got linked with Chelsea in the summer and his sort of head was turned and he's never been... Not that he was like... He was never a whale beater, or it's about potential with him. But when he came back and after the summer, his head sort of went a little bit. His head got turned by Chelsea, and he just wasn't the same player. His attitude didn't seem to be the same. So I think we're all satisfied that he's gone, satisfied with the money we've got. But we would have obviously liked to reinvest it in the squad and bring in a forward player because that's where we're struggling. The amount of goals we've scored this season is derisory, and we need we need some one up front who can who can score goals or even some attack and play that can happen up there as well. Mm-hmm. But Arsenal's a Goodson's I was going to say Goodson's a difficult really difficult place for comfort for Arsenal. Uh, we've just done your podcast by the way, Armory TV on, on YouTube live link. Um and we were talking about the last win was 2017 for Arsenal 5-2 albeit so it's a difficult place to come. Yeah. So how well, how are you seeing it go Saturday? I'm gonna stick with what I said what 15 minutes ago, I think it's going to be a tough game. I lo- I really like Sean Dyche, and I know a lot of people don't because he doesn't play attractive football, but I don't care. Your job right now, his job right now, is to get you results. And if that's a point against Arsenal, and a point against... Are you playing City next? Are you, who are you playing next? Liverpool. Liverpool. Uh, I love the way you say Liverpool. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I think you just... You, it's going to be part of the boss. And I think we will find it hard because we, we we struggled against Newcastle when they just played everyone behind the ball. Yeah. Um, but obviously we've got some options on the bench which we didn't have against Newcastle. But I still think because it's the Goodison effect and I always believe in the Goodison effect because it is a horrible place to go to for away supporters and away mm. fans and away team. But I still I'm still still think it's going to be a nil-nil. So if it's going to be a nil-nil or you get one and then we struggle to break you down, but we get a late equaliser mm. or something like that. That's what I think. Yeah. I think if we can keep it tight, I said on your podcast before, if we can keep it tight and we can make it hard for, for Arsenal, don't let you play, close it down early. All the things you'd expect a Sean Dice team to do, even though he's only had a week to work with the players, you can't probably expect miracles. But as long as we take that type of approach to the game, make it hard for you, then who knows, you might, might be able to nick one. But I'll go, I'll go one all personally. I think I think I'll be happy with that. Well, we'll be happy with that as well if we can come away with the draw. Something Lampard's not been able to do is pick up draws when he's needed just to not get beat. So if we can do that, it'll all be good. Um, but look, I'll leave it there. It was just a little catch up, as as you know, uh, just with a, a fan coming on before the game. It's nice to have you on, Bobby. Really appreciate Thank you coming on. Uh, do you want to plug your channel? Uh, yeah, the Armory TV, but it's mainly full time Sports Network, which is actually all football channels which is why i'm on it because i do loads of watch alongs i, I watched along for uh, all weekend i've got horrible tottenham man city game this weekend it's horrible but someone's got to do it and i'm watching along uh, yeah um but yeah it's just it's it's brilliant to come on uh great to talk to you as well as an everton fan especially at, at this time of the year i was i was kind of 
So, you know, with the, the, the deadline day, I was kind of, I know Giroud was talked about and stuff like that, but I was hoping you'd get a couple in at least because mm. Southampton have, Bournemouth have, I think Everton needed to personally. Yeah, it was sort of frustrating. I mean, I know a few fans went down to the training grounds and stuff. It, it's just a lack of plan, lack of direction is, is really, it goes beyond frustrating. There's, there's anger there for a lot of supporters and you can understand why because when you haven't scored goals, you don't sell one of your forward players and don't bring anyone. It's just it's just scandalous, really. Yeah. Let's see how we get on going in. It's going to be a, a nervy second half of the season for us, but let's see if we can at least stay up. Yeah, exactly. I, I hope you do it personally. There's, mm. there's other teams I'd rather see go down than you, but <laughs> it doesn't work like that, unfortunately. So, but no. I'm hope I'm hoping Everton. I don't want Everton to do well at the weekend. I have to be honest about that. And I, I don't know who did the Twitter, but I, I know someone said, "Come on, you Blues!" Um, <laughs> in the tweet that I did. So, yeah, I I don't I don't want to like be the reason that you get that go down. But obviously, Arsenal have got other things to, yeah. to sort out, um, and Everton have got to try and survive. But yeah, I hope I hope you do well the rest of the season, not this weekend though. Cheers. <laughs> well, good luck with the season. Anyway. I do think Arsenal have got a good chance of winning the league this season. I think it'll be a case of once you get beat once, hopefully Saturday is is bouncing straight back for Arsenal. I think that's going to be your uh, your issue once you get once you start once you get beat one. But yeah, look, thanks for coming on, Bobby. Really appreciate it. Enjoy the game Saturday. Thanks for Thank coming you, on. Andrew. See you later, everyone. Bye.